taking action on your creative your creative ideas and what can spawn from those because there's a reason there's a to me if you have a creative idea there's a reason you have that you don't need to know why you don't need to know how but there's a reason you had that and if you take action there's going to be things that happen on the backside that you could uh, you could never even imagined welcome to the creative tax podcast with mike brennan Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators, where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at MikeBone. Or you can connect with me on my website, which is MikeBrennan.me. I would love for you to be a part of our Daily Creative Habit online community found over on Facebook. It is free. And it is filled with people who are creators of all types. And everyone there wants to show up more consistently so that they can produce better work and get that work out into the world. Whether it's for a hobby or for profession, we are creators and we need each other. And so this is a great community to be able to come alongside each other, encourage each other, learn from each other. And I want to extend that to you. Simply go to dailycreativehabit.com. You will see some resources there and you can click on join the Facebook group. I also want to point out that you can sign up for the Daily Creative Habit email newsletter. It's absolutely free. No one loves to get more and more email. Believe me, I'm in that camp too. But you certainly don't mind it when you get something of value. And that's what I believe that the Daily Creative Habit email newsletter is. It is valuable because I'm sharing all sorts of resources and ideas and creative prompts that can help you on your creative journey. So go to dailycreativehabit.com for that as well. And lastly, I want to invite you to grab a copy of my new book, Make Fun a Habit. And you can go to makefunahabit.com where I've set up all sorts of resources there as well. There is a fun Spotify playlist that is free. There are free coloring pages you can download as well as free Mad Lib types, uh, fill in the blank. Uh, I call them fun libs. And um, there are also some other resources there available for you as well as links to get a signed copy of the book in either paperback or hardcover. Or if you wish, you can also order it from amazon.com. Go to makefunahabit.com and grab your copy today. Hey friends, today I'm bringing to you a guest, Sean Osborne, who is a personal friend of mine. He's a mental performance and business coach, a entrepreneur, a podcaster. I mean, he is just all around creative in the sense of he sees things that he wants to accomplish and then sets out and creates them. Um, we talk about the importance of resilience and of resourcefulness and creativity. We talk about mindset and the tie to creativity and the, the importance of being able to see something, have a vision for your life. And um, I just love uh, when I get a chance to talk with Sean. It's always encouraging and he's always pushing to be the best version of himself. And as he does that, he invites others to do that as well alongside him. And so I always find it very encouraging to be able to have these conversations, to watch what he's doing, to learn from him. And so I'm excited to bring this conversation to you today. So without further ado, here is my creative chat with Sean Osborne. 
Sean, welcome to the Creative Chats podcast. Dude, this is exciting. I'm glad you're here, my friend. Man, it is good to be here, Mike. I'm glad to be on on your show with creativity. Even though I'm not an artist, I do. I, I like to be creative, and I think it's so important. So it's, I'm glad to be on here. Yes, yes. You know, it's been fun just getting to know you over the past couple of years in, in the context of masterminds and um, just a fellow entrepreneur, seeing what you're doing, how you're doing things. Um, you know, you you have a way of just pursuing something and being transparent with things as you're pursuing it and encouraging people who are kind of come alongside you. And so I just appreciate that about you. And we're going to get into some of those things today and and uh, talk about what that looks like specifically. But um, yeah, I, I just man, I, I'm 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 enjoying seeing what you're doing. So uh, again, thanks for being here today. Yeah, and it's been a fun ride. So we've known each other. God, what three or four years now through yeah, you, know, so, said, yeah. uh, you know the mastermind groups and, and various things for us to grow which is such a huge thing but i thought today we were teaching sean how to draw is that <laughs> what we're doing <laughs> well you know we could shift gears here <laughs> it'll be a little challenging with uh the audio version of this podcast um but uh yeah um that'd be funny <laughs> i can draw I, I can draw a mean stick man let me tell you hey man sometimes that's all you need you know it's, it's getting an idea out there <laughs> Um, so I always love to, to open these things by just, instead of me just kind of yammering on about who somebody is and all that kind of stuff, I love to just throw it back to my guest and say, you know, if you're at a party or you're meeting some people for the first time in a place and they're like, Hey, who are you? What do you do? Like, what's your answer to those questions? I am the crazy person that your mom told you never to hang out with growing up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, that, that's who I am. I, I, I do, I do dumb stuff well, but I always seem to do dumb stuff. My wife doesn't, doesn't like my dumb things, but uh, yeah, that's, that's me. So I'm always, I always enjoy things. I always enjoy life. I always try making things fun. Uh, that's just who, who I am. And it's just, it, it's, you know, part of what, uh, what drives me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like you, you have to have some t-shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag your mom doesn't want, I, I literally had friends growing up like, yeah, you, you can't hang out with Sean anymore. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that that's uh, something that is rooted in a curiosity, right? And something that, that is, is because I, I know that you love to explore ideas. You love to explore just growth, right? Uh, learning knowledge. And so I'm sure it's so much of that was just, you know, in a quest for, okay, let me get a new experience. Let me understand something more. Let me do something different. Um, how has that actually served you in your life? And not in a way that's like, hey, don't hang out with Sean, but like in a good way. So I, so I think I was somewhat forced into being very creative and being very resourceful. I think creativity and resourcefulness go hand in hand. And I think that's really what drives everything is, you know, it's, it's never the resources. When we're stuck in anything, it's never the resources. It's always, how can I be more resourceful to get where, you know, I need to go? And a lot of that was, I mean, I hate to say it, but it was almost forced upon me. You know, you know, part of my story is like, you know, at 15, I was on my own. I was homeless and, and uh, you know, I kicked out of school. I was the, you know, poster child for don't do drugs, which also goes hand in hand. Why my friend's parents said, don't hang out with Sean. <laughs> they mm, they yeah. were a Very good reason. But that actually uh, drove things. Was, that was probably the best thing that ever happened in my life. Because to me, we don't grow 
when we're successful. We don't grow from good things. We we don't when something good happens, we we grow shit. We don't get anything from it. Absolutely nothing, right? It's just we won. Yeah, yeah, great. We win and we grow when we fail. And I was forced to fail at a level that made me become resourceful, made me become uh, really who I am today. That's why I think it's, you know, that that whole part of my life was really the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I did have to become very creative, uh, very resourceful. I mean, if you think about it, you know, 15, there's not a lot of, you know, a lot of opportunities out there for a 15 year old, you know, dropout with, you know, that, that's not living anywhere. I mean, it's you know, not a lot out there and you become resourceful. You become, uh, you, you find ways to move ahead and you find ways to uh, be creative and, and survive. And, and mm. so I think at, at a very base level, that portion of my life taught me so much about creativity and resourcefulness and how much we have to have that regardless of where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. And I think hand in hand with resourcefulness is probably resiliency, right? Because you have to be able to have a tenacious spirit to keep going and to figure things out in the face of repeated setbacks and failures, right? Yeah. I, I Sometimes I like to say I was too stupid to fail. I was too naive. So I, I again, I think part of the gift was I was, you know, basically voluntold to get out of school in ninth grade before I knew what I was supposed to be able to do and what I was not supposed to be able to do. So in other words, I think I got out at the perfect time is for me, at least was I didn't know that I couldn't do the things that I did. You know, I went and, you know, you know, you know, part of the backstory, you know, I went and grew a you know multimillion dollar tech company by 30. And it's like, in my mind, I didn't, and people would always say, Sean, you're a ninth grade dropout. How in the world do you ever do something like, how do you do that? I'm like, I never knew you weren't supposed to be able to do that. That's you just go and do it. You you mm-hmm. be creative and you be resourceful and you and that's what you go and do. So I, I think I got out at a time that was good for me because I wasn't programmed with yeah, Sean. You can't do that. You can't just go into these you know investment groups and say you need money. I mean that's just not how it works. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but that's how I did it. You know that's that's what I did. And it's, so I think that was a great uh, great time to. Uh, not be programmed with what we can and what we can't do or what's expected and what's not expected. Right. Yeah. I would think that, you know, sometimes people say, well, learn the rules so then you know how to break them. Right. But I think on another side of that is if you don't know the rules, then you're also not carrying any, um, I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but like a sense of, well, you know, um, if I do this, I'm, I'm not going to be the norm. Um, and, and a certain pressure, I think that comes with that and knowing, well, I know the rules and I know what's supposed to happen. I know how I'm supposed to show up and that kind of whole back pressure. Um, but I think you having said, you know, you didn't know what you didn't know that actually gives you a freedom to go, what do you want to do? Right. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you want it to look like? Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it goes back to that saying, you know, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. And if you, if there's rules imposed upon you that, oh, you're not supposed to be able to do that, you've already failed. You know, you, you've already mentally on a subconscious level said, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. Even though, even though consciously you might not say, okay, I'm not going to do that. But on a subconscious level, people saying, oh, you can't do that. You, it stops people from doing things that they really can. It's, mm-hmm. it's a self-imposed limitation that, uh, you know, these rules, I, I say, screw rules. There are no rules. We do, we create whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, then it, it's, it's about vision, right? It's about, um, 
investing in yourself enough, right? And I think that's probably why, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but um, why leadership is so important to you, right? And and yeah. mindset, right? Because uh, I'm sure that you saw, even from an earlier age, the importance of having those skills and that kind of mindset. Um, it probably made all the difference for you, right? Yeah. And again, I think I was just too stupid to to fail or not to know, but it's, I knew back then that I had to grow. I didn't know how, I didn't know, I, I didn't have any training. I didn't have any people that said, here's what you need to do. Here's, here's, you know, you need to find mentors. You need to find these things. So I kind of stumbled upon a lot of that stuff by sheer luck or sheer accident on, you know, I would, I would early on, I would have what I, what I now call is like silent mentors, like people that I would see and I would see what they were doing. I would see how they were doing it. And I always thought to myself, well, if they can do that, then I can do that. You know, they're not, you know, they're, they're human, just like me. There's, you know, they're, they're not super, uh, superhuman. So it was like, I found mentors, uh, to be able to grow, uh, myself, even though they didn't know that they were mentoring me. Uh, and then eventually it got to a point where I then had, you know, obviously I had mentors and, and, and knew what personal development was and knew what growth was. Uh, I can tell you this, had I known the importance of personal development and our mindset growth and how much that affects us, I could have done twice as much, twice as quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how important that is. And, you know, sometimes we just, you know, we kind of fall upon it and it, it happens. And, uh, but again, if, if I would have known back then, it's, I would have been so much further ahead. And this is what I wish in schools that they trained these types of things, creativity, art, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all these things are such an important thing to grow our, uh, our creativity in our minds that that's really where it's at. You know, if they thought, if they taught personal development and, you know, all these arts and, you know, all these things that they seem to be pulling out of schools, we would be way, way better off than we are now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too, because thinking about, um, you know, just this idea of personal growth and investing in yourself and then even creativity. Like one of the things that I think was a benefit for me in going to an art school um, was, and in the particular school that I went to, uh, two of them in New York City, it, it was you know, always encouraging this um, creative thinking, right, concepts. It wasn't just about how you execute something. It wasn't just about rendering, you know, uh, a talent, a, a skill to draw or design or whatever. Like those things were always in support of some something bigger, right? Like, what do you want right. to say? What's your voice? Like have an opinion. Um, and I think that was something that that was a gift for me, but not a lot of people have that um, or nor see that connection. And I'm just wondering, like, what, what do you see when you look at um, personal development and creativity, like how does one affect the other there? And, and how can that, that actually, how can we harness that for, for something better? Yeah. So I think, again, I think everything we have, every success we have starts with creativity point blank. If we don't see something outside of our current reality, in other words, I know what my reality looks like right now. You know, at 15, I was homeless. I was broke. I was not eating. But until I use creativity to think outside of that box, until I until I saw myself literally outside of that scenario, nothing will change. Mm -hmm. Nothing changes in life unless we see it in our head, in our mind's eye, whatever, however you want to call it. But until we see it, we're, we're never going to have it. 
until you, and, and, and that's really where the hardest part is, is it's hard to be creative outside what our current reality is because mm -hmm. our current reality, it's hard to, if you're in the mailroom of a company, it's hard to envision and, and be in the same uh, a vibration level, the same frequency of the CEO. You're, you haven't been there. You don't see that. It's outside of your reality. It's outside of your current concepts of life. But until you do use creativity and see outside that and live outside that and where that vibration is, you're not going to have it. So I think it goes hand in hand that we will never, ever be successful without being creative. It, it, mm. it just won't happen because that's that's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to someone who is thinking like, okay, I would love to be able to envision myself in some place that's much bigger, um, someplace that's, that's um, you know, more down the road than where I am now, but I don't have a frame of reference for it. So it's hard for me to see. It's hard for me to imagine myself in that position or with that certain amount of money or with whatever the, the accolades or whatever the thing is that they're wanting. How, how does somebody bridge that gap? So there's, there's many ways to do that. And, you know, a lot of people will, you know, you'll see people doing affirmations, you'll see people doing vision boards, you'll see people doing all these things to creatively see themselves and talk to themselves in a way that's outside their current level. Right. And, and I think those are very important. I teach one thing that's called acting big, which to me is way more powerful than uh, affirmations. It's way more powerful than vision boards. It's literally acting as the as if you already were there you, you get in that vibration you get in that that feeling you see those things you experience it with all of your senses because again everything we have is through our you know our, through our senses it encompasses all of them and it makes it that much more powerful when you're going to do these uh you know these affirmations or when you're trying to to grow and it, they don't have to be big things. I mean, your subconscious is always watching. It's always listening. It's always doing things. So, you know, for instance, creativity, let's say you want to have uh, more uh, financial abundance, right? That's something that most people want. Uh, one of the ways that one of my mentors used to do, and I used to start doing it was every time we went out to like a, a, a lunch meeting or uh, like a meeting for, for lunch, like a business lunch, he would always be a huge, huge tipper and smile huge smile. So I started whenever I went out to, whenever I went out to dinner or out to lunch, I would actually add another five, 10% on the bill. And just internally in my mind say, well, luckily I'm rich. Luckily I have plenty of money. Luckily I, I am gifted with everything that I need. And what that does is I know that's such a small thing and it doesn't sound like much, but it's using creativity to think. And it's telling your subconscious mind, this is what I want. This is what's important. This is, mm -hmm. this is what makes me feel good. This is what, uh, and your, your subconscious mind will literally go and find ways to, to, to do that. And yeah. like the, the other day I heard something from Steve Harvey, which I love Steve Harvey. He has some amazing, uh, like personal development stuff. If you go up and, and search for him, but he was like, just once buy a, next time you're going to apply, upgrade to first class. And he says, and it, and it's a hundred percent true. He says, because what's going to happen is you're going to, you're going to love it. It's going to make you feel good. And subconsciously it will find a way to do that and bring more of that to you. So that's how you act big. And it's not going broke. It's not doing things, but it's creative using creativity to find ways to get in that vibration of the people or of the things that you're wanting to be. Mm, yeah. And, you know, you, you bring up a good point about like <clears throat> your your mind starts looking for these things, right? Because you've told it this is what's important, right? I think the same thing is true um, 
with with gratitude, right? Um, I've I've experienced that over the the past year or two, where you know I have uh, the the five minute journal, which is the gratitude journal, and it's just writing something in the morning of like setting intention, um, and, and then reflecting at night really quickly. You know these these little things of going identifying some things in your day that that you're grateful for things that that you what would make a great day like and then at the end of the day like well what were three highlights of today like all these questions that you're asking yourself and you're reflecting and you're being intentional about that process makes you more aware and then makes you see more of that and then makes you feel more gratitude it's this ever-growing type of thing so i totally understand what you're talking about in that regard and it's like this creative snowball that yeah. just once you start it and you get past that, you know, this is stupid, right? The, the eye roll. I can eye roll really hard. I mean, being <laughs> from New York, it's like, mm, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think once, once if, if that's your, your kind of default, um, once you get past that and you go, you know what? Let me try this. What do I have to, to lose, right? Um, and you, yeah. you make yourself open. I think that's key. Uh, then you can really start experiencing some amazing things, right? Yeah. And you, you, you talked about stuff that like, you, you know, the eye rolls when people talk about this stuff and, and for a long time, this is some woo woo crap. I mean, mm -hmm. it, literally this is woo woo. This is out there. But the funny thing is, is science is catching up with woo woo. So mm -hmm. if you look at NLP and you look at the neuroscience and stuff that's happening, uh, the funny thing is, is they're starting to match up really damn close. And it's so it's not just a woo woo thing. There is science behind this there. I mean, you can literally go into uh, it's not an MRI, but where they can uh, tap into your brain and see all your brain frequencies and they can do these things and see the effects that uh, that they have on you. And it's not just woo woo stuff anymore. I mean, there's literally science behind, you know, being grateful. There's there's science behind, you know, uh, doing uh, affirmations and, and things like that that truly make things happen. It's, it's not just a, uh, you know, and, and here's the funny thing. I think we've known about this stuff for a long time. And I think we have forgotten most of this over the last thousand years, who knows, who knows when, but I think this is stuff that we've, we've always known. And that's why you see some of this, you know, old writings and this, you know, these philosophies of things. And it's like, we've, we've lost touch with it. Um, but now science is catching up and, yeah. and it's, it's not woo woo stuff. It, it's truly, uh, we, we truly create, and I say create because creativity, we create the life that we have. Yeah. And it's, you know, if you want to have different experiences, you have to do different things. And so I think even if, <clears throat> again, your, your default is one of mm, skepticism, pushing yourself going, I want to be open. I want to experience something new and different. Um, it, it allows you to enter into that. Um, I, I would love to, to explore a little bit of your own creativity and just m more in terms of process, right? So you've created a comp, you know, you create companies, you've created a book, you've created a podcast, you create talks, right. Uh, for speaking all these things that you create at the root of it, like what does your creation process look like? Is it the tech, the kind of thing that you envision what it is that you want? And then you go systematically kind of attacking it almost like a start with the end in mind and then, you know, reverse, or is there more of an organic type of thing at work where you're like, you know, I know what it is that I want to create, but I'm really being open in the process to see what forms and what comes. Yeah. So I think it's, th that is a fantastic question, Mike, because I think that's really at the root of, of kind of how we get to where we want to go. For me, it is getting down to what I call my soul goal. What is my ultimate goal for life? 
And once I have that, what I call a soul goal, once I know what, what I'm, what I want to do, where I want to be, who I want to be with, what's happening around me, I see it clear as day as this is my life in 15, 10 years, right? So I know this. I backtrack that and everything I do, if it's not leading me to that, then I don't do it. But here's the thing, from a creativity standpoint, I never, ever know how I'm going to do something. Hmm. And I think that's part of, to me, that's part of the creative process because if I already knew how, I would already be doing it, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that's part, so for me, part of the creative process is listening to intuition, listening to uh, things that are happening and paying attention to the world that allow me to have those ideas, to be those creative. Those ideas have been around for centuries, right? The ideas that I'm being creative about, I'm just tapping into those by being, for me, by being open and being, uh, by continually growing. So as I grow and I do more and do things, I become aware, creative, I become aware of these things that are out there. So I think, so I never really go and say, okay, I want to write a book or I want to do this, uh, you know, this workshop, or I want to do, you know, this. It's always, I know what my goal is. I know what my, I know where I, I know from a soul level, what drives me and what makes me feel whole. And those seem to fall in place. And I know it's, but you have to, and I can't explain it. You have to use creativity to see those things falling in place because we all have a million things going on in our head as we're seeing things. But the creativity, to me, the creativity part portion of it is, is identifying and actually seeing those and pulling those in and accepting them as, okay, yeah, I do need, this makes, now this makes sense. Now I know I need to go write a book. And then, then you get into kind of the details of, you know, how you, you know, how you do that. And you, you mentioned this in, you know, when you're talking about going to, you know, your, your, the art schools, the hows on, you draw a line here, you, you shade a little here again. I'm not an artist. I'm embarrassing Mm -hmm. myself, but you shade a little here. That's just some, technique that's you know Mm -hmm. that's nothing what they teach you is how to look beyond that technique and that Mm -hmm. to me that's how you get your own style you know i know your i i know your style whenever i'm scrolling on facebook or any other medium i know oh that's my that's my because you have a style that you've used your creativity to build that wasn't taught in school that line Mm -hmm. you know otherwise every piece of art would look like every other piece of art right yep yeah yeah. And, and that comes from putting in the work. It comes from um, <clears throat> knowing yourself, right? Being a student of yourself, um, knowing kind of like what you said before, knowing what you like and knowing something on a soul level to go like, this is what resonates with me. This is what feels intuitive to me. I'm going to pay attention to that. And things, even if it's it's wildly different than what somebody else is doing, there's value in that because this has my fingerprints on it. And so I don't shut that down, but I look to see how can I actually pour gas on that and elevate that because that's something that's probably uniquely me. And if I can incorporate that into what I'm doing and what I'm creating, then I'm going to see um, things that'll be more aligned and authentic and will resonate with others more, I think too, right? And I think that's, so I think that's one of the important things that you really got out of the, the art school. And I think, again, I think that's the thing that's missing from most education now. It's not the, the, the physical art, it's not, but it's the learning to think creativity, yes. creative, creatively and think outside of, you know, our current reality. It's being able to vision those things and see those things. Cause let me, at least for me, 
you probably don't start really anything until you kind of see a picture. You might not have all the detail, but you see a picture in your mind. It's like, okay, I want to, I want to do this. It's like, that's the process to me. That's the magic. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the, the drawing. Of course, that is a, a, an amazing skill. You know, I could never do, do that, but the magic is being able to see it and envision it and use the creativity to do, uh, to do that. Yes. Yeah. And, and really, you know, we're, we're, what we're highlighting is, it's, it's the thinking. It's the, um, coming up with ideas, standing at a whiteboard or imagining what could be, and then going, okay, I'm thinking about what could be now I'm ready for it to be. How do we get there? And sometimes that is, um, you know, it's another thing I learned in, in art school is sometimes you learn a new skill because you need to try to figure out how to execute this thing. Sometimes you tap a friend and say, hey, I need to borrow your skill. I'm going to hire you or I'm going to hire out for this. Um, or sometimes it's, you know, a combination of things of just you, you just figure it out. You don't let those roadblocks stand in the way of a great idea coming to life. Um, yeah. You figure it out. And um, and I think that is certainly something that not a lot of people talk about today, at least from, from what I can tell. Um, and there's, there is a lot of talk on the actual rendering and, and production and in, um, progress, but not necessarily in those ideas and going, what is something that could be, that isn't right now? Like the, the, the true innovation, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think one of the big things for that, at least so from a business standpoint of being creative, so as we do the things that we're talking about, you know, we, we do this personal development and we grow, we're sending these, what I call vibrations out to the, to the universe. I know this is sounding maybe a little woo woo, but we, you know, we're sending out vibrations of what we want to the universe and our job from a conscious mind standpoint, from the conscious standpoint is to pay attention. We're putting all this stuff out. I want these ideas. Here's what I want. Here's what, but yet we get these ideas. And again, to me, to me, that is part of creativity. So we get these ideas. Oh, you should create this or, oh, Sean, call this person. Or, and we say to ourselves, eh, that's stupid. That'll never work. And we shut down that creativity that to me, that, that link is part of the creativity. And, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, what they say, sometimes, you know, those ideas come down as a feather and sometimes a two by four, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I'll get an idea and I'm like, no, nah, that, that doesn't make sense. And then finally it's like, bam, hits you in the head. It's like, Sean, go do this stuff. And that to me, again, I think that is the part of creativity, at least from a business standpoint. And, and I think maybe even from an art standpoint, but that's the part that gives you that new technique to use or gives you that new idea to, to put in there. But if we always say, eh, that'll look stupid, you know, that'll, mm -hmm. no one will buy something like that, or, you know, that that's not art or whatever it is. It's like, we, we've got to pay attention when we get those when we have that intuition of the things that, because uh, the only things we get intuition about are things that we're putting out to the universe and things that we're trying to get back. And if we don't pay attention to that, you're not going to go anywhere. To me, that every idea that I've ever got that has moved me forward was from obviously being creative and, and putting this stuff out there and creatively thinking, but then listening to the answer and, and implementing, taking action on those things that I'm seeing, those things that I'm hearing, those visions that I'm having. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there's been an experience you've had where in creating something and, and, you know, I'll let you fill in the, the blank as far as what that might be, whether it's, you know, your book or the podcast or whatever. Um, but in creating something, you 
had a surprise in the process. And that could be a good surprise of like, wow, this was something that I didn't really see coming, which was amazing result of my creativity. Or on the flip side, here's something that <clears throat> I didn't anticipate in, in the creation process that really was a challenge, or maybe this didn't quite fully get created to what I saw in my head. Yeah, and that goes back to never try to figure out how something's going to happen because this because we could how ourselves to death and and it, the second we say the second we try to figure out how we're going to get somewhere or how we're going to do something that's going to shut it down so you know just as, as an example you know i started my podcast with only so the only reason i started my podcast honestly was because i was petrified to get in front of people and talk literally petrified to get in front of people and talk. So I thought, well, I'm going to start a podcast. It's not video, it's only audio. And on a weekly basis, I'm going to force myself to just talk and and, and say stuff and, and do things, right? That's the only reason I did it. But there's things that, so by taking that action though, on that idea that I had, so again, I creativity said, hey, Sean, let's, let's do a podcast. So by taking action on that, the things that have come from that, that I had no idea, uh, my, my list, you know, my list of my email list is, is, you know, well over a hundred thousand now for uh, distribution. I've got, you know, the podcast is hit, you know, top 20 entrepreneur podcasts in 52 countries this year. Mm. Uh, so I never, that, and again, if I would have come to this and said, okay, I want to develop something that's going to be, you know, a top 10 podcast, or I'm going to get something that I wouldn't have, I would have never done it. So th to me, that's the magic of taking action on your creative your creative ideas and what can spawn from those because there's a reason there's a to me if you have a creative idea there's a reason you have that you don't need to know why you don't need to know how but there's a reason you had that and if you take action there's going to be things that happen on the backside that you could uh, you could never even imagined mm -hmm. yeah 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 and that goes back to the openness right it's it's going <clears throat> I have the, the sense of what it is that I want to do. I have a sense of who I am, but I'm leaving room and I'm, there might be something even better than what you have imagined. And if you're too um, stuck on something, I think you can miss things that are happening right in front of you or that might want <laughs> to happen. And yet, you know, because you're so, so fixated on something, um, it just goes right by you. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, again, it's like the creativity side of it is just such a, a big thing. And it's, God, I, I wish. So when, when I look back, I, now I've never been per se an artist, but I've done art things, which is, which is funny. I say I'm not an artist, but I used to paint motorcycles, like just for fun. I would, I would literally, you know, the, the flames on motorcycles, I would hand paint those with airbrushes and, mm -hmm. and Willie G Davidson actually bought a, a pair of, uh, you know, a set of, uh, the the skins or you know the the metals that uh, uh for his bike from one of my paintings but i never considered myself a an artist even though that is true i mean that's i mean that that is art but i've not i've never considered myself an artist but it was during those times when i was doing those things that some of my biggest business ideas came to mm -hmm. me yeah and so that, to me there is a relationship between purposely being creative even if it's completely outside painting motorcycles had nothing to do with what i was doing right mm -hmm. i just had an idea hey this would be fun i had a motorcycle i'm like i'm too cheap to buy to you know pay joe to paint my bike i'm going to do it myself and i started doing it and loved it and had fun and and uh, but there was a reason that i did that and when i was doing those things that creativity over here was 
ultimately opening up ideas over here from the business standpoint. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah. it's very weird to go back and look at that and look at it in that light, but it definitely opened up other ideas, possibilities, even though they had nothing to do with, nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where it comes down to the brain science stuff. And, and it's amazing because, you know, I have these conversations sometimes with people who are in corporate or in or organizations and they're like, you know, that's great art stuff. Okay. Whatever. But that has nothing to do with what we're doing. And, <clears throat> you know, and that's where I'm like, well, I don't want my background as a visual artist and, and my artistic sense to be a liability. And what I'm like, uh, I get into conversations and say, you know, it's really not about that. It's really about creativity and how it's expressed. And sometimes it's expressed through, yes, the quote arts, right? Uh, and other times it's expressed through problem solving and through innovation and a lot of things that, that show up more in a, in a business context. Um, and, and yet to, to see the value of we're a whole person, right? Like sometimes you need to take a break when you're in your corporate job or you're in your organization and you're pushing for that business solution and you're pushing, 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 and nothing is happening and nothing's coming. And you're just doing the same things over and over again. Sometimes you need that break to go, I'm going to just like, let this just be on pause for a minute. And I'm going to go over here and do something that's not related. And like you said, you're, you're then activating a different part of your brain. You're then doing something that you've taken the pressure off because you're not trying to solve this really big, right. scary problem. You're simply enjoying something that you're doing. And that puts you more in a relaxed state. It puts you more in this, this open state of creativity. And it's not like creativity is going to say, well, I'm sorry, you're on your personal time right now. This isn't work time. So we're not going to give you any work ideas right now. Right. Like <laughs> that doesn't right. happen. Right. Um, and that's why we get those ideas that sometimes are like the breakthrough moments when we're not even trying. Right. The ideas in the shower, the, the ideas when we go for a walk, because we're allowing ourselves to have room for creativity to flow in a different manner. Yeah. And it's like, so to me, an innovative solution is no different than a painting. It's, it's no different. You're using creativity to solve a problem to create something, right? So to me, it is the, at, at its basic level, there is no difference between painting a innovation solution, right? And, and yeah. painting a painting. And by going to me, by going and doing other sorts of creativity, like drawing, doodling, whatever it is, to me, that's like doing blocking and tackling for, you know, for football. It's like, if, if you don't let your players do the, you know, blocking and tackling and, and some of the, you know, just the stuff that you have to do, you're never going to be good on the field. I mean, you, you've got to have the, you, to me, you've got to be utilizing that muscle, that creativity muscle in every way you can in order for it to be effective. So when you need it in to create an innovative ideas for your company, you have that muscle built. It's not something mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's foreign to you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything that you can think of that you're like, here's something that I would really love to create that I haven't yet? Uh, some some taking some new ground in, in a different category or something that you imagine that you're like, this is this is something I would love to see maybe in the next year, five years, whatever. Yeah. So so one of my big visions was to get onto big stages like I, I want to uh, help influence people. I want to help grow, you know, the word, the stuff that I teach on, you know, personal development and mindset development. And I want to get on big stages. That's a vision that I have. So that's led to, again, that creative idea. I accepted it like, okay, well, that's, I, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't like getting on stages. I don't like that stuff. I'm not good at that yet, but 
let's let's run with that vision and see what we can do. So like, for instance, the last nine months, I've been going up to uh, New Jersey to go to a, a place called Heroic Public Speaking, which teaches you to, uh, you know, teaches you performing and public speaking, which again is a much more creative thing than I ever thought. I thought you'd go and yeah, here's, here's my PowerPoint and I'm going to do a, you know, I'm going to do this little presentation as my, as my, you know, my, uh, uh, talk. It's not what it is. It's actual creativity and building and performing and, and being in that energy of the, of, of what you're talking about. So it's just things like that. It's like when you open yourself up, when you accept a vision that you have or something that you know, you want just be open to the ways to get there. Don't, don't think that you know the ways. Cause if, again, if you knew the ways you'd already be there. So stay open to the, and those creativity, those creative ideas. And it's like, and remember I said, it's either, you know, sometimes it's a two by four, sometimes it's a feather when you get these ideas. Mm -hmm. It's like that going to a public speaking school. I didn't know what those were. I didn't know they existed, but it's like, and just in a fleeting moment, someone matter of fact, in a mastermind said, Hey, I was at uh, public speaking, who public speaking. And it's like, that's to me the creativity, the creative where I said, ah, boom, that's the feather that came down and said, Sean, let's, mm -hmm. you need to go look at that instead of Sean, that's stupid. You'll never, you know, why would you go to a public speaking school? Yeah. It's being open yeah. to those ideas that we get. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And creativity just breeds possibility and possibility ushers in just I mean, a, a life that sometimes we could never imagine, um, or, or well beyond what we can imagine. And so I think that's, um, that's a great place to be. Um, yeah. just open. And like you said, just really open-handed with the, how have a vision, know yourself. Um, this has been such a, a tremendous conversation to, I love this. Um, and I love just your pursuits of just continually pouring into yourself, encouraging other people, wanting to be that influence, which you are, and you just continue to be more and more so. Um, and I, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about your podcast and where people can listen, lay some links on us for, for where people can find you and follow along with you. Sure. Yeah. The best place to to find me is just uh, thinkingbigpodcast.com. That'll take you to uh, the main podcast page or thinkingbigcoaching.com. Uh, but the podcast is a great place to go. It's I've got a lot of links there, a lot of episodes uh, for people to listen to. Again, it's mostly for mindset development. And there's a lot of creativity type stuff in there from a mindset standpoint on, you know, getting further. To me, my whole job uh, for doing what I'm doing is to get people further faster. And it takes creativity to get there. But uh, yeah, uh, thinkingbigpodcast.com is uh, the best link. Awesome. Awesome. Sean, my friend, it's been so good to have you here today. And uh, I know that people are going to enjoy listening to more of your stuff on your podcast, getting to know you better. And uh, thank you again for just all you do, how you show up in the world and uh, looking forward to hanging out soon. Yes. Well, thank you for, for having me on. And uh, it's been uh, it's been great. I love talking about this stuff. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.